Hey, all you great people, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Upgraded Life Podcast. In this show, I'm going to bring you the one and only Dominique Brightman. If you don't know who that is, he has his own podcast called Going North, where he interviews authors. And he himself is an author. He's written several books. And all these books are very much in the same vein as this podcast, all about helping you get your life on track and upgrade your life. So I really appreciate his take on mindset, and I think you will too. So with that being said, let's get on with the show. Let's buckle up and go for a ride. Hello, thanks for tuning in to the Upgraded Life podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nick Sotelo. The Upgraded Life is my personal project where I help people realize and reach their potential. I've been a professional helper for 20 years. Here's what I'm convinced of. The life that you have right now and the life that you want tomorrow is a product of your personal mindset, mission, and movement. Each episode of the Upgraded Life podcast is going to give you something that you can do as soon as the episode is over to upgrade your personal mindset. Your mindset informs your mission. Your mission tells you how to move every single day. And together, that is the Upgraded Life. Welcome to another episode of the Upgraded Life Podcast. Uh, again, we're doing a little East Coast, West Coast thing here. I'm over here in Salem, Oregon on the West Coast. I have the one and only Dominique, Dominic Brighton, Brightman. And guess what? My real name is Dominique as well, spelled the same way. So we have that in common. And oh, wow. this, this fine gentleman is going to bring a lot of value to us. I know that because he is certified through John Maxwell. So I know we're going to dive into that. And he's also really established in the podcast game. He's been doing it for three years. And, and in the podcast world, that's almost like, you know, that, that makes you an OG podcaster. You know, there's, there are some folks that started like in 2010. But if you've got three years in the podcast game, uh, you, you're established. And that's one of the things that you say too, right? In 2020, if you're a podcaster, it's a way to become a, a virtual celebrity. So I've been doing my homework on you. I've caught some of the interviews. Super excited to have you. Uh, uh, Introduce yourself to me and to my audience. Um, let us know who you are and what it is that you're excited about these days. Man, thanks a bunch. My man, Nick, short for Dominic, my man. My man must be Italian too, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm half Mexican. My dad came uh, from the border, but, you know, all, the, all that blood's the same when it's over in Spain and Rome did their thing, right? And so. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. History's interesting, and you're definitely right about history. Like podcasting, I feel like it, like an OG. It's like dog years, basically. <laughs> right, be there you honest. go. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what it feels like Some sometimes, to be honest. Like, oh, crap. It's like, oh, these folks are really uh, itching to get on stuff now during COVID. But, but yeah, back to the original question, like myself, uh, name's Dominic Dom Brightman, been in the podcasting game for three years and counting. Name of the game is to interview over a 1,000 different authors across the globe to really – help them to get their stories heard and heck even I probably never even said this on a show before but at the end of the day I'm working towards hopefully having a library of my own a physical library and every single author that's been on my show I want their book to be in that library so awesome. really it's just setting growth goals for myself because growth is happiness and that's what I believe because when we're growing and getting better 
even if it's that one small 1% better, then you're going to really feel good about yourself. Heck, even good with as many O's as possible. You'll probably feel like a box of Cheerios good <laughs> when you get to see yourself growing it and getting better and not butter. <laughs> better and not butter. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you've been active in Toastmasters. You've got you know, over a decade of customer service through you know, being involved in your, in your libraries. I've been doing my homework, right? Um, you're an author yourself. Oh, yeah. You've got a book coming up that's going to be uh, centered on things that you've learned from the podcast game. Um, and you're also contributing to another book. So, you know, hats off to you and, and doing your thing and putting yourself out there. But what really kind of caught my eye for who you were was the fact that you're John Maxwell certified. So, so tell us about that. What, what led you down that path and what was that experience like and what are you doing with it these days? A true doctor, a true researcher. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, indeed. You folks don't really reveal that they know this much of this early. That's good. My man is on his P's, Q's, and Z's. But yeah, <laughs> John Maxwell team. My goodness, John Maxwell, one of the greatest authors on the planet, bar none. I don't care how many centuries it is. I haven't read all the authors that ever existed and those <laughs> that are to come. But he's my favorite personally because his writings have changed my life. As you probably know, 21 years old, my birthday, 21st birthday, car accident, 2012, the year of no Twinkies for a month, and really getting that paradigm shift happening mm. in my life to help me realize, you know what, something has to change for the better. So picking up books from him, like Thinking for a Change, the 21 Qualities of a Leader, heck, even how to basically winning with people, how to grow 15 Laws of Growth, like a lot of his books have changed my life for the better and learning a few years ago that he actually had a certification program that's really top notch because they have a mentorship piece along with it really caught my eye because a couple of my buddies were certified with it and I'm like man this is freaking awesome I love Maxwell I love his stuff and I'd have to say like joining it last year was one of an experience because he's around 73 74 around the time of this recording and he's really hit his stride finally to be honest because I've seen clips of him in the past, and he's always usually in a stall because that's what happened one weekend when he got, like, hurt his leg or something. He couldn't do his whole dynamic thing that he used to do, like standing on the stage for a long time and just sitting in the stool talking with you like a good old crazy uncle or whatever. <laughs> and he actually brought it during the event and just seeing a guy who was in his early 70s at the peak of his career and him talking about how you should have saw him when he was in his early 20s sucking so bad behind the lectern preaching every Sunday. I'm like, God dang. So I'm like, dude, like he's always growing. And that's really the inspiration for me to keep growing. And his team is to basically be part of his legacy lakes, taking his content, teaching it and helping others with that content. Because at one point he thought his books was going to be his legacy, but it's bigger than that. Basically having over my God, it's probably 40,000 now. Cause last year was around 30,000 certified members. Wow. Because each event, keeps getting bigger and bigger. Like I think around 3,500 people were there physically last year. And that was the last one before COVID hit. And then a bunch of folks signed up this year for the first ever virtual one. And he's got so many folks all over the globe, Paraguay and Mexico, especially heck even in Romania, like over 40,000 people teaching this content. Like there's the four hour work week, but talk about the freaking one second work week. If you have that many people teaching your content, multiplying yourself over and over again through those people it's been one hell of an experience yeah absolutely and what what are you doing with it right now i mean so you're certified how do you execute on that 
Sure thing. So giving basically presentations to groups and helping some folks with it, some one-on-one coaching, been doing a bit of that pre-COVID, took a break from that and focusing more on getting on virtual shows and virtual summits, teaching some of the content and combining it with my own because at the same time, yes, I love John Maxwell. He's a great guy. But I have my own podcast. I was doing that for three plus years. I was a speaker before joining the team. I had two books penned under my name before joining the team. So combining a little bit of his stuff and peppering in with what I'm already doing with actually sharing it with the world. And this fall of this year, 2020, not sure when this is coming out, but definitely going to be doing some more tag team goodness with some fellow JMT. He's going to be doing some master minds on a personal growth and leadership development because really this is the time to really grow because a lot of folks nowadays, this is probably the first year where folks are just said, screw it. I'm just going to tell the world. I don't know. I just don't know. And it's like, all right, we don't know either, but let's navigate through this the best we can and just helping folks to navigate through that and just continuing to encourage people to be the best versions of themselves. So really this is just an add on for me. It's just icing on the cake. Sure. Love it. Love it. It was, I don't know when it was, I think it was 2018 and you know, I really kind of took a second, third, I don't know, fourth dive into uh, personal development and I came across John Maxwell. Of course I've known the name, right. But then actually kind of picking up his books and reading through them. And I, you know, I was one of those people who, you know, really didn't like to read. Um, I know your story is different, but you know, I've got three college degrees and I still really didn't like to, to read. And so I read very minimally I, I, and I never read for fun or enjoyment. It was always business related or something related to counseling. That's how I'm, uh, how I'm trained. So articles and books and things that I had to read, but I wasn't really reading for personal development and I wasn't really reading for fun and definitely didn't read anything that, that was nonfiction or that, you know, that was fiction. Um, <laughs> This wasn't me, wasn't, this wasn't appealing to me at all. But um, I, oh, it was through the book uh, High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard, mm. right? Where he lays out that anybody that's a master in their discipline has a, a habit of reading, right? It's just, you just can't get around it. It, it is what it is. And so I said, like, okay, so um, <laughs> I'll... I'll see about this reading thing. So one of the first books that I made up my list was, you know, the 15 in invaluable laws of growth by, by Maxwell, mm. one of the first books. And so I'm on the treadmill cause I'm also, I've got some fitness goals, you know, for this year and then, you know, 2018 moving into 2019 cause it was like November or December and I'm got my book propped up and, and I'm going away on the, on my little max trainer and, um, in the book, in that book, he talks about how he personally reads uh, four books a month, you know, mm. two, two to cut that he can kind of zip through and two that will kind of stretch him, right? He's like four, four books a month and he takes notes in his whole folder system, right? And, and uses it to write his books, right? And so, um, and you know that I'm not making it up because <laughs> he tells the same thing on stage. I've seen it on stage as well, right? And so, um, but when he said that he reads four books a month, my personality is, well, I'm not going to let John Maxwell beat me. <laughs> there you go. There so you go. Prior to that, my goal was to read three books a month. And I, again, I'm coming from zero books a month to November, 2018, reading three books a month in December. John Maxwell says four. And I'm like, dang, well, okay. I'll try to, <laughs> I'll try to do at least five. And so um, in 2019, I read 
consumed, let's, let's put it, let's be real. I could either audiobook or reading uh, 87 books in, in 2019. And nice. so, yeah. Um, I tried to kind of keep that up through COVID and I haven't been journaling um, like I did last year, the book titles. Um, but I'm pretty sure that I'm still in the four to six books a month range, even through, through COVID and whatnot. But uh, that's where I really kind of got to know John Maxwell beyond the name, you know, diving through that book. I got a chance to see him on stage uh, about a year ago in Utah nice. uh, through my company convention and so I got to see him speak for about two and a half hours. And he was really breaking down the concepts be, uh, behind his book, Leadership, um, mm -hmm. through that presentation. So I really uh, got to, again, have another experience live, even though I was in a big stadium looking down at him. But, you know, like you said, he was sitting in, in a stool. But, um, yeah, that was, that was an amazing experience. That kind of solidified John Maxwell, at least as, you know, one of my personal development heroes. So, again, that's what, you know, uh, attracted me to you, to seeing that kind of uh, that's a, that's a, that's a excellent credential to have uh, attached to you. So that's, that's my, how I got to know John Maxwell. Awesome, dude. Awesome, man. Yeah, man. That leadership definitely powerful. It's probably my second favorite book from him. <laughs> yeah. I love he told the story on stage. It's the first book that he's been allowed by his publishers to name uh, and without them interfering. He said, I've written mm -hmm. 80 books now. And, you know, they finally get it that I, now it's my turn. I get to do what I want to do. <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> 80 books, uh, 80 some odd books that he's, that he's written. That's, that's amazing too. And, you know, he, he's a character too. People say, well, how do you write all those books? And he says, well, I go to the keyboard and I, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Every Love morning them. I wake up, I read and I write and I take notes every morning and I file. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome stuff. Um, so it's 2000, almost it's 2020. Um, I don't know what it is, but people in the, that make it in the personal development world tend to have car wreck stories. So, <laughs> right? Hal Elrod, Brendan Burchard, mm -hmm. you know, they, they have car wreck stories. <laughs> so you're, you're in good company there. It, it's so true because when you said that, it's like it's so true because Hal Elrod definitely was the first person that popped in my mind because I, I read his Miracle Morning and I went back and read his first book when he was calling himself Yo Pal Hal. And I'm like, God dang. <laughs> <laughs> and Brendan Bouchard, I heard, read his story too. I'm like, damn, he, he's actually right. Yeah, <laughs> that seems to be the thing. <laughs> yeah, you, you got the formula going, right? So just right. Yeah. Don't crash your car after listening to this podcast, please. Right. <laughs> please don't. I gotta make it. I gotta... <laughs> like, no, no, please don't do it. But I think I think the 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 moral to that story though is is that sometimes it takes one of those things to happen in our lives to provide the opportunity for that wake up call, right? And you know, people like you and me that are in the coaching world we would rather have people come to their own wake up call that isn't born out of tragedy. However, oftentimes that's really kind of where it's at, right? Is that people, you got to face your own stuff. And sometimes that comes from a, a physical accident, like a car wreck. Sometimes it's losing a loved one. Sometimes it's, you know, being denied for something that you were, you know, pursuing all your life and you were told no. I mean, there's a lot of reasons uh, where that tragic event that you just have to kind of uh, embrace for what it is and ask yourself, well, you know, not why me, but what can I learn from this and, and make something out of it? Your thoughts on that? 
Hey, you're definitely right about that, man, because I, I forgot the name of the guy, but I think he was part of, I forgot what the metal band was, but he made, he's, I think he's the lead guitarist, the lead singer for Megadeth. I'm not sure if you know his name. Dave Musgrave. or Yeah, yeah Dave Musgrave, yeah. And he, what was the band that he left to get? It, Metallica. It was a popular, Metallica, there we go. I don't know why Motorhead came to my mind. It's like, no, Lemmy didn't leave Motorhead. He made Motorhead. Yeah. <laughs> like, it can't be Motorhead. Yeah. But yeah, like, even rejection is even part of that, too. It's yeah. like, because that's one of the biggest things that we fear. It's like, yeah, public speaking, spiders, but rejection's another thing, too. It's like, that's why everybody's not built for sales. Heck, even some folks that are good at sales, they still hate it. And right. rejection led to my man actually starting Megadeth and be creating his own lane and still being his own success with the different band. So I'm like with folks like him and heck even with myself, even with the car wreck and then losing my, my father, heck even inter heck even doing with my own self of being my own worst critic of basically talking with all these wonderful people around the world, dealing with the possibility of imposter syndrome. It's like, how the hell am I supposed to put out content on my own? And I'm talking to all these people got tons more followers and more <laughs> tangibles than me and it's like what the hell and just really just that and it's like you if you really want to grow tragedy happens it's kind of like one of the 15 laws of growth the law of sacrifice mm -hmm. if to, to get in order to go up you have to give up something mm -hmm. like you you can't really go to the next level with the same knowledge well you can't with the same knowledge, but not the same version of yourself yeah as you need to be like the Don Brightman of 2013 can't be the same Don Brightman of 2020 because that's a seven year difference. Like there's some major differences between the two. Like one may have been lighter and is still a little wet behind the ears metaphorically in personal development as opposed to 2020 where he's a little more and more mature and the facial hair is actually showing up on the darn face. So no more baby face status now and a little more, wins under is about getting better as a more effective communicator it's like really just those things is really just remembering that like if you really want to go far in life is you just have to make certain sacrifices whether sometimes it's by choice sometimes it's really just by the universe really pushing you mm -hmm. into that direction because we all make plans but god laughs at them from time to time it's like right. yeah you, <laughs> you think this is gonna be your plan yeah let's hit you with this mike tyson punch from the universe real right. quick <laughs> wow yeah mike tyson punch from the universe i gotta write that one down <laughs> there we go that's that's instagram worthy i'm assuming yeah absolutely. yeah so what got you um what, you know, what got you started in podcasting what made you think you know what i think podcasting is a thing to do and and, and for, for folks that should know that you're approaching at least 300 episodes right maybe you even have that many in queue so you definitely are, are in it to win it in terms of the podcast game because i say most people don't make it past 10 episodes right so <laughs> what got you into that yeah, it really just came from folks telling me for years, and I got this radio voice, and I'm like, all right, cool. All right, let me do something with it. Let me help out some people. And that was like 2012, 2014. I forget the exact year, but it was listening to a podcast called The O Show back in the day that was really combined both pro wrestling <laughs> commentary along with some interviews with other pro wrestling other celebrities and that gave me some real life advice and just listening to those guys i'm like okay so that's a podcast that's cool i, that, I have a somewhat of a rubric and then of course i get on this wonderful subplot of becoming an author and then of course 
losing the father, then realizing, hey, I should probably go back to marketing the book because sometimes I just have to bury the man and continue the plan. And the plan is got to live on no matter what because life doesn't stop just because you lose someone special. It may be harder to move in the beginning, but you still got to move no matter what because you're living and breathing. You've got a mission to accomplish. And part of that mission led me back to realizing, all right, let's start this podcast here. And I read this wonderful short book called Anything You Want by Derek Sivers. And that wonderful book talked about how the founder, he's actually the founder of CD Baby and how he started it off. And that actually gave me the inspiration to really make the podcast really more select in a way and make it focused because it's all about authors sharing their stories to help others realize that success is tangible. Because, yeah, writing a book is a great thing, but at the end of the day, you can be a broke bestseller. <laughs> and I'm living proof of that. It's like, hey, I still got a full-time job here. I'm not making millions of dollars off of a best-selling book here. Like, it's, it, it's possible to eventually build the system so you won't have to do that. But there's still some people that need to realize, like, hey, just because you wrote a book doesn't mean that everybody's going to buy it. And also, you still have to work after you publish it because that's the main thing is selling the darn thing. Mm-hmm. So I thought the podcast is going to be about selling the book, but you know what? Now nah, let me make it about authors and interview authors, especially self-published ones, give them a chance to get their feet wet. But the classic saying the guy Kawasaki likes to mention about letting a hundred flowers blossom. Like that's really what happened in early 2018 when I got to episode 32 and I got this inquiry from a PR company, asked me to interview a guy named Damian Lupo. And he's like episode 47 or whatever about black belt wealth, this black belt martial artist who made a million dollars and lost a million dollars. I'm like, all right, this is cool. Then another PR company reached out to me to interview another author. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, I'm just a random black guy in Baltimore. (laughs) And like (laughs) freaking, I think it was in May. I think it was like, I was like probably after 30 times, like, all right, let me just see, ask out of the blue. And I asked some guy out in New Mexico, I was like, hey, how the hell did you find me, dude? I, I know the internet is pretty huge. How the hell did you find me? And he said I was on Steve Olsha's list of top podcasts in the world. And I'm like, dude, I didn't even know this is a thing. Like, <laughs> like do you, if you pay to get on the list, do I owe him an invoice? Because I don't even know what the hell I did. And folks actually <laughs> like the show. And I'm like, all right, cool. And he kept me on there so far for three years in a row. And it's been hell of a ride just wow. connecting with people learning from other people becoming a better version of myself i like to call it virtual coffee since it's interview based because you invite someone out for coffee especially now for covid they're not going to really want to do that right, right but if it's a podcast interview where it's mutual value to both you and the person you're chatting with and it's recorded for everybody else to really sip on and basically gnaw on and get some knowledge out of and you get business two or three years later then that's more valuable than just having coffee with somebody mm-hmm. yeah Love that story. You know, it's just, it's just another testament to taking action, right? That Mm -hmm. if if you hadn't taken action and just got your podcast rolling in the first place, there'd be no PR companies looking, you know, to book their people with you. Right. And there's so many people that are Mm -hmm. sitting on great ideas and, and great concepts and, you know, great skill and like you said, it's that, it's that imposter syndrome. Like nobody's going to want this. Nobody's going to listen to me. Why would anybody want to, you know, be on my show? And those are, that's just, you know, you have to fight through those things, right? Because we all have a story to tell. We all have some, we were put here for a reason, right? And it's, a, it's that's what's tragic when so many people don't ever fully uh, realize, you know, why they were put here. 
Heck yeah, man. It's so darn true. It's like, hey, like everybody's got a story to tell. And heck, if you got a product to sell with the story, that's even better to get some divine compensation coming your way to keep you alive. And heck, just share your story and get your voice out there and do something with your life, no matter how small it is. Because like I was joking with you before the interview, it was just these headphones and this darn smartphone. So that's really what it was the first few dozen episodes. Me too. Because, that was my first one. Yeah. Earbuds and a yeah. cell phone. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Like, start somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I've got a couple books in the works. So I guess, um, you know, when I, get them, when I get them done and hit the, hit the publish button, uh, you know, I, I'd love to, to reciprocate this and, and, and give you an interview as well. Um, but um, kind of the same deal. It's, you know, I, my, my whole thing is, is I've been a professional helper for 20 years and I've also been in corrections for the same amount of time. And you know, I got my own angle and spin on, you know, how these things work. And that's kind of what, you know, the upgraded life is all about is, I've just seen a lot of people who kind of coast through life or maybe they find themselves, you know, in a situation where they're locked up and they don't realize their potential. And if you don't realize your potential, you're never going to reach your potential. And that's kind of, you know, what, what my thing is all about is helping people number one, realize, and then number two, reach, you know, what their true potential is. There we go. That R and R baby. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Realize and reach baby. Yeah. And that's, that's I think right. that's going to be what I'm going to call my mastermind at some point. It's going to be R squared. I've got that written down too. So, yeah. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> there double, we go. Double R. Yeah. <clears throat> what's been, um, what, what's been, so the, you know, the PR companies have reached out to you. Um, has anything else kind of come like that? It's like, kind of like, oh my gosh, how is this happening to me via your podcast? Well, the PR companies, that's fabulous. And heck, even quoting some of the authors and putting it in book number two, that's yeah. been awesome as a way to point it back. Because I was like, oh, this person said this quote, let me look them up. And then just really content for other areas and heck, even repurposing things. Because really, that's uh, that's probably one way. Joe Vitale actually mentioned this in one of his books. is like, if you want to write books like a virus, metaphorically speaking here, <laughs> that's probably kind of a back assuming the times that we're in but yeah writing like a virus like hey is really just interviewing folks and then repurposing their content for later with consent because that's another way too to really right. put yourself really over the edge and really drop some drop some more business for yourself right. because a couple of books i've read in the past they were just audio files that were transcribed into a book and that's one hell of an income stream to not only support the podcast that I'm doing and support the other things that you're doing and keep yourself afloat at the end of the day. Cause at the end of the day, like people are doing the whole pay to play sort of thing. Like that's a lot. That's what people are doing nowadays, especially when it comes to certain sites where it's like, all right, you have your three free articles for the buff pay up, buddy, subscribe. Hey, you mean to pay to listen to these wonderful podcasts or this luminary app, even though you can get them for free in like 50 other places. <laughs> it's just like, like, yeah, man, it's, it's been one hell of a thing. Just really just as a networking tool and being a support system for PR companies, if I like the person that they're pitching to me and really just really the relationships that have came out of it. Heck, even actually being invited to a virtual summit, because even though one person pitched their person to me, they weren't a full author yet. And we ended up connecting anyway. Still, she's like, Hey, even though I won't, 
can't won't be on your show just yet because I'm in my book just yet. I want you to speak on my virtual summit. And I'm like, okay, cool. And even made some money back off of that. And I'm like, all right, fudge. Yeah, this is, it's just really just the opportunities of the people that you get to connect with all over the globe, especially now at a more rapid rate when you are professional and you're consistent and reliable. Absolutely. Love it. So you, you said, you mentioned the name uh, Joe Vitale, Dr. Joe Vitale. So what do you think about Law of Attraction? Uh, law of Attraction, it's good stuff. I'd have to say it's good stuff. I'd have to, it, it's, I'm not a huge, I wouldn't say I'm a, an evangelist of it. I mean, I, I see it for what it is. It's like, all right, you focus on something, you take the action towards making it happen. Heck, even... Law of Attraction actually worked a couple times this past year for me because I'm two authors I wanted to get. I wouldn't say I really was really wanting them at first. One was Bobby Herrera who wrote a book called The Gift of Struggle and another one, Mara Thomas, the book on attention management. I read their books and I enjoyed them both. And in the back of one of them, I think it was Bobby's book, where he mentioned like, hey, tell me about your gift of struggle. I'm like, ah, I should probably, I could reach out to him, ask to be on the show to help him promote the book. But I'm like, you know what? I think I'll take a break. I got a bunch of recordings in the queue. And then funny enough, when right before COVID hit, like in March, like his PR for part of his PR um, for his company for Bobby's group actually reached out to me to be on his show, to be on my show. And I'm like, Oh dude, like I read this book last year. It's my favorite. And then Mara Thomas, I subscribed to her email list. And one random day I went to the email address that they use for email subscriptions I was like, oh, I didn't follow Twitter pages and whatnot. I just hit follow. And then she followed me back and I shot her message like, hey, I loved your book. It was fabulous. It's one of my favorite books of all time on productivity. She's like, hey, can you leave a review? I'm like, yeah, sure. Hey, if you want to be on my podcast and promote your stuff to my audience, let me know. And she's like, oh, sure. Let's take this to the email. Yeah. And I recorded the interview with her today. So oh. law of attraction is real. It works. It's just that I'm not a huge evangelist for I'm not. I'm not saying it's like. Hey, it, it exists. It works if you work the plan. Mm -hmm. It's just that I'm not like, oh, God, law of attraction, LOA for life. Like, <laughs> I need to sniff this. It feels real good. I'm like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm not a fiend for it. Sure. <laughs> say that. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And, and again, it was one of those things that I had known about conceptually, right? But I came across it when I was probably, you know, for sure in the grips of scarcity mindset as opposed mm -hmm. to abundance. And so, again, it was one of those things that was just, you know, that woo-woo stuff and you just quickly dismiss it. And, you know, the, uh, only the lucky ones, you know, have that type of thing. You know, you, either you're born with it or, or you get lucky. And, you know, other than that, you just kind of have to grind through your day. And, you know, I say that also having success in my life, right? I mean, um, things in my life, you know, I was an athlete in high school and, you know, I went to college and I have a PhD and, you know, I've worked in a career for 20 years. Right. So I'm, I'm, a, I li I'm living a blessed life. Make, make no, no, no doubt about it. Right. But at the same time, am I happy? Right. At the same time, am I leaving the legacy that I want to leave? Um, and the, the answer to those questions were, were no. Right. And not, not, not no, because I wasn't grateful, right? Uh, but I just knew that there was more for me in this life and more for me to help other people. 
in this life. Right. And so that's, for me, that's that bridge between success and legacies, you know, success is for you. Right. And then you have to bridge your success into a legacy that's for other people. Right. And that's why so many people um, are miserable when they have massive amounts of personal success, but then they just kind of, what's it all for? Right. Because they haven't bridged over into uh, that legacy aspect of it. So it's, you know, I, I've known about law of attraction, right? And I knew about the secret before I actually saw the movie, the secret, right? I saw that within the, within the last year, right? Uh, nice. But again, I just kind of had dismissed it, but you know, I've really kind of have chewed through uh, probably at least a half dozen Dr. Joe Vitale books, probably in the last two months, right? Wow. So really kind of getting steeped into it and seeing some of his interviews and podcasts as well um, that he's given. But, you know, he actually, I think part of what he says today is a reason why he's still writing at the pace that he is and still out there, you know, giving interviews and doing his own stuff is because um, some people get the wrong idea about law of attraction from the secret. Right. And so he's like, mm-hmm. no, it's not, it's not simply, you know, just, Oh, bring it to me universe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. man. You know, so there's, and so that's why I really kind of appreciate, you know, some of his message. And I also, um, uh, you know, I'm from Oregon. And so uh, the Rajneeshi camp was out here. Uh, if you, if you know what that is, right. The, in the, in the early eighties, Joe Vitale. And, and I, if I dig further into his story um, I know he was homeless. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, the Rajneeshis picked up homeless people and brought them to Antelope, Oregon, um, got them to live there. So that way they become citizens. And that's how they shifted the vote and they changed the, the laws and everything out there. So I wonder if Dr. Joe was one of those homeless people that they brought out there at one point in time, but uh, he credits, you know, the guru of the Rajneeshis as the person that kind of uh, awoken him in terms of, you know, true potential and whatnot. So if I ever get a chance to, to ask him, I'm going to, I'm going to say, were you one of those homeless people that they say, hey, come, come live in paradise, you know, <laughs> out in the middle of nowhere, Oregon, you know? So, um, but, you know, kind of this idea that um, I'm also really interested in, you know, in curious about what you would say from your Maxwell training is that he does a good job, or at least kind of made some sense to me about separating kind of the, the conscious mindset work, which is critical. It's important from the subconscious. What do I really believe about myself in the, in the world around me work and, and those kind of being two different things um, where you can do all the conscious mindset work. You can do affirmations. You can understand your core values. Um, you can have a great DMO, you know, the Hal Elrod miracle morning savers. You can do all that. But if there's a piece of you down here in your, in your, in your soul or in your heart that, that believes that you aren't worthy or that you're a bad person or that money is bad uh, or that this life doesn't have anything good for you, well, you're going to, you're going to stall out. You're going to hit that wall. You're going to hit a plateau. Um, your thoughts on that from, from the Maxwell perspective, the difference between like the, the conscious mindset work versus the belief subconscious work. Oh, yeah, definitely. And heck, even Maxwell himself talks about how he's still working on parts of his life as we speak. And, mm-hmm. and, I, and I love that piece of it. And like with a lot of his work, he, he does do a piece. He actually, now that I think about it, funny enough, in his 15 Laws of Growth, the Law of Magnetism is actually the mm-hmm. Law of Attraction. Yeah. <laughs> he just uh, reworded it yeah. because he still has that classic Christian background where the where a lot of Christians, they tend to 
not do anything outside the Bible is crazy hookies. I saw the devil get the heck out of here and all the other stuff. But um, really, just the combination of that, he probably sneaked some stuff in there. But I believe from, and I'm just speaking from my own experience from what I've read of him. I can't speak for him himself. But uh, really, it's all about really inner work because he lists a lot of questions in his materials, like Thinking for a Change. That book is probably third place in my favorite books from him because I my my goodness i i was i'd like to think as a young man but i really didn't think at a deeper level until i after reading and finishing that book because it really helped me to really think it's like hey and heck even pick up the smaller version how successful people think but <laughs> hate to turn this to an information but i don't get any money for it. but uh really just questions and asking yourself questions helps you to really get into that piece of yourself and sometimes it'll even pop out later in life because i believe it was my god it because there's like so many because like the, the classic questions of what good can i do today what can i share today like funny enough one of them when i started early there was i was trying to think of like so what for the what can I share question. For some reason, I'm like, all right, let me think of something different. All right, I'll share a smile with somebody and a listening ear. And funny enough, like that day for work, when I was still a part-time employee, there was this lady that came in. I didn't know she was an administrator at the school next door. She was working on a PowerPoint presentation. And the smile was extra wide that day. And no, I wasn't doing my whole skin and grinning routine. I didn't tell her the tree joke or anything. But she... At a PowerPoint presentation, I was attentive, and she was telling me how our day was going. I was listening, making sure that the focus was there. And she actually was impressed that a young guy was actually giving good customer service because depending on the neighborhood, especially like nowadays in 2020, some folks may not get good customer service depending on where they go. And it's a must, especially now more than ever, people are going crazy. So she invited me to speak at an upcoming career day after that because of that good moment. So subconsciously, it was planted in my mind because I asked myself the night before, hey, what good? What can I share today? Right. And I wrote down a smile and a listening ear. And that led to something manifesting out of it that wasn't even on my radar. Mm-hmm. So really just the fact of really just getting deep within yourself and consciously taking that action and then subconsciously letting it work in your mind overnight, especially allows it to manifest in the outer world. So hopefully that answers the question a bit. (laughs) No, I appreciate it. I I mean, I love having conversations with, with folks that are in the business, right. That are in that know personal development well. Right. And, and in your case, uh, you, you have a certification. So, um, you know, I, I tell people I'm certified as a life coach. It took me uh, 15 years and, you know, over $200,000. That's what you stack all my, <laughs> all my, all my graduate degrees on top of each other and whatnot. But, uh, and I was in school for 15 Ouch. years. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I love having conversations like this with people who have actually thought about it and have had to learn um, to, to navigate it and master it and be able to help other people through it. So uh, you know, I appreciate your, your, your response there for sure. Is, is one of the things, and correct me if I'm wrong, that I saw that, that you do is, do you help people in the podcast game? Do you help them get started? 
Oh, yeah, help him in the game, getting started. Funny enough, two of my buddies, um, one uh, he, one buddy, Matt Parrish, she started a bit with this podcast called the P.E. Slick Podcast because sometimes he wears this hat that makes him look like a forest ranger. He, <laughs> so he calls himself Ranger Matt, another guy by the name of Chaz Jackson. He has his live stream show called Gift and the Gift where he takes his company name and he actually makes it a podcast where each week – he actually interviews a different person and all throughout the summer, he had this theme going called summer soldiers equipping mm. young black males with the tools that they need to succeed in the 21st century and beyond interviewing different folks who've had different experiences. And he's brought on not only a black man, but also black women. And heck, even had a couple other white guys too on the show because they get another perspective, they get multiple perspectives on it because at the end of the day with, it's a rainbow out there. I'm not talking about the LGBT, all the other people. I'm just talking about the rainbow in terms of what's out there. Oh, wait, melting pot. That's what I'm looking for, melting pot of people out there. And really just those two folks helping them get started, giving them some advice. And heck, even, heck, even taking what I've learned and putting it into a small ebook as a free gift for anyone who wants to pick it up. And it's nice and short, too, because folks always be asking me, if it ain't about the book, it's like, hey, Dom, I'm to start a podcast. Well, all right, check out the ebook first. Then call me later. It's like, all right, let's uh, keep the conversation going. And it's really been heck of a fun experience. And that's really a testament to one of the most powerful things that you're going to learn in life is the fact that action is the inspiration. When you're taking action, someone's going to be inspired by it, especially when other folks see that you're doing something good with it. It's, it's like where explosive growth happens. When action is the inspiration, folks see that and they get fired up. They catch that fire and you lit that metaphorical candle within themselves that they want to duplicate that success for themselves. And that's really what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. So for, for folks who you know, are toying with the idea of starting a, a podcast. What, you know, what's, what's square one in your book? Like, where does somebody start? Square, square one is why. Like, start with why. Because think about podcasting, especially after they announced Joe Orger made that $150 million contract with Spotify. It's like, oh, all right, let me interview a bunch of people and I'm going to make that contract money too, baby. No, that's <laughs> like, people need no. to remember, like, like that ain't all he does. Like dude's a black belt martial artist was doing co color commentary for UFC for years. Hosted fear factor. Like dude has a life outside of the show. Like that's yeah. only part of his life. And in an article I read months ago, he talked about it wasn't until episode 150 that he finally got it. Right. So yeah. really it's starting with why it's like, do you want to help people? Cause I come with my show from a place of meaning is to give authors a platform to share the stories, get their voices heard, and to build relationships. Right. And realize that success is tangible. Like, that's, that's really the why that's keeping me going. And it's a great networking tool, too. And it's great to meet people, like connecting and learning with other people. And you never know, like, networking is one of the best ways to build wealth in a way because somebody may be the key to really getting you to that other somebody who knows you. It's like meeting somebody for the first time. You may write them off, but a couple years later, they may invite you to speak later. Right. So stuff like that so really just knowing why why do you want to start a podcast if the answer is make a bunch of money no <laughs> like get that out of your head right now because it ain't gonna happen instantly yes you can make profit of it yes it'll happen if you stay with it consistent with it and if you have a system around it it can happen but like really just come from a place of meaning just really make meaning and start with why and then figure out a theme what you want us to be about have a focus who's the audience and be flexible with it 
because that's still a piece that I'm still working on. And to be honest, I'm going to shout out Zachary Babcock right now because yeah. his course where he mentioned how his client avatar was basically the Zachary Babcock before the Zachary Babcock of today, like the person who was about to go in jail and whatnot. It's like, what, what would the Zachary Babcock need to keep going? Like for me, it's like, all right, so what would the Dom Brightman of 21 years old want? Because that's where I was when I started my personal development journey. Like what tools am I going to need? And, and just working based off of that and then just allowing other people to just come to you like a magnet. Yeah. Love it. Start with why, um, make sure your, your intention is right. I just, uh, had Cody Butler on, on the show, um, the other day. And, you know, his thing is, is that whenever, whenever I've um, needed to do something, you know, where I go to my team and I say, how can we provide even more value for our, our customers? Right. Mm-hmm. And if you go same thing on the podcast, you know, like, um, and again, your podcast isn't happening. My, my podcast is a fairly serious podcast, right? You know, got to get your mindset, upgrade your life and all that kind of stuff. Right. But that's, that's, what's interesting to me. Right. And that's why I put it out there, but um, there's all kinds of podcasts out there, podcasts that are built on comedy podcasts that are um, I had a gal on whose podcast is mentors on the mic. And she was nice. telling the story about two of her friends. They're all actresses. Right. And they're trying to figure out what to do when they, when they don't have, you know, uh, jobs and gigs and whatnot they don't they're not in active roles and these other two gals decided they were gonna get together every week and talk about whatever the latest episodes were on hallmark channel movies or or uh, series right so that's what they do two gals would get together and they would just yak it up about what was going on in the hallmark channel well somewhere somehow some way the hallmark channel found out about it (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep <laughs> and and now they are the official podcast of the harm hallmark channel right you know <laughs> and so mm-hmm. um it doesn't have to be serious it could be if it's something that that is it's interesting to you and you have a good time um doing it that's really what it all, you know all it takes and then like you said if, if you're serious about it you got to put some system around it and you've got to you've got to figure out you know some some ways to kind of level up and get some exposure and um and I wasn't sure if we, you and I were connected through uh, Underdog Empowerment, but it sounds like we are. Yeah, man. Yeah. Underdog, baby. Underdog yeah. fam. Is that what we are? <laughs> yeah. I forgot the name. <laughs> uh, the, pod ha- the podcast Penthouse, right, is the group that I'm part of you know, underneath uh, Zachary. And I had Zachary on the show um, not that long ago as well. So that episode is in queue. But, um, you know. Um, that's a great example of people like him. And I would put you in that same boat too. I mean, you, you've got more episodes than he does, right? But, uh, um, you know, getting with people like you or, or, or Zachary and, and figuring out how you did what you did and then breaking off some of that knowledge. And um, Zach's done a great job of, of putting out programs at all different price points for people to plug into to to do and that's what i did you know um i I, uh, bought into one of his programs and kind of like oh okay perfect and kind of got my uh got some polish going right and and just figured out some automation and it really really helped kind of you know hockey stick you know uh what i've what i've been doing so love that and i wouldn't know if we were connected that way or not You say, moving on to something else, you say um, growth equals happiness. Tell me more. Sure thing. So with growth equals happiness, and I guess it's really speaking from the period where I am right now, where I'm not even close to the midlife yet of really just growth as being happiness because really, right? uh, 
Uh, it'll be next year, 30, yeah. 30, uh, all right. I'm 43, so <laughs> I'm yeah. going to tell you. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. So, yeah, so you got some more wisdom under your belt. So, really just – I find that growth is happiness because it, I, I really feel good about really getting better and just getting that 1% better. It's like, hey, like at one time the goal – was be able to get to at least 10 push-ups at one point years ago because I was a fat kid in high school. Like before, yeah, it was before, I think it was around, yeah, ninth grade. I was like two, somewhere like 240-something, like 240-something. And then I lost more weight 10th grade, and then I got a part-time job, and I did a lot of walking back and forth during the summer and basically sweat myself down to like 170-something oh, wow. after a while. Wow. And just the ability to move around a lot quicker and really be more confident and just really being able to bust out more push-ups, getting to the 10, the 20, the 30, eventually to 100. Like just seeing that growth and really that step-by-step growth. It's like we all want quantum leaps in life, and those can happen still depending on what you want and depending on what you do. But the progression is definitely happy is really why I say it's happiness because when you're growing at something, getting better at something, it builds up your confidence. Heck, even with lifting weights, like eventually getting into CrossFit for a bit and eventually getting to the point where I can deadlift uh, 355 pounds. And I'm wow. like, what the freaking hell? Nice. I'm like, dude, that wasn't even a goal of mine at one point. And I'm like, mm-hmm. sure, just following a guy who was all about health and fitness and being a fit martial artist actually helped me to get into a better state of mind so just seeing progress manifest just giving that really that edge that edges is really why i say that growth is happiness yeah absolutely i love it so you're frozen on my screen are you am i frozen on yours i'm so glad you're still moving let's nope. see if i can unfreeze myself yep oh there we go okay good we're back <laughs> Back. The magic. Same thing happened on the podcast weeks ago when I first got to computer. Like, ah, oh, crap, not again, <laughs> not again. I restarted it today. Stop it. <laughs> no worries. That's what the magic of editing. This will, this will never, never have existed there. So, <laughs> um, so one of the things that, like you were just talking about, though, um, that one of my mentors taught me both in book and through live trainings is, um you don't get to a spot to where you can deadlift 355 pounds without a lot of work prior to it. Right. You know, even though you said um, that wasn't even one of my goals. Right. Cause I, I talk about that all the time. I talk about the 500 pound lift. Right. And um, the things that happen in life can, can equate to doing, to, to be uh, asked to lift 500 pounds. And again, I've, in full transparency, I've never lifted 500 pounds of anything, right? So I'm not a one to say that come across like I'm a power lifter or whatnot. But things happen in life, and they're akin to uh, you're being asked to lift 500 pounds. And have you been putting in the work all along up to that point in time, to where when that thing happens, you're like, "Yep, I think I can do it," because I've been putting in all this work. Or does that thing happen in life, and you're just like, "This is no way." This is, I just, just, I, I don't even know. You try and you hurt yourself. Right. And you, and you, and you make things worse. And so you've got to put in the time, energy and effort because you don't know, you know, how that's going to pay off. And it may be a matter of life or death at some point in time, but it may be a matter of escaping financial ruin. You just, you just don't know. And so the other example with that, that 
going back to what my mentor uh, taught me, uh, Richard Brooke, is it's the law of the compounding penny. I don't know if you've, if you've heard mm, that one before, yep. right? But oh, yeah. if you present, if you present most people a penny, you say, hey, here's a penny. And then what's, what's magic about this penny is every single day it'll double. So day one, you've got one penny. Day two, you have two pennies. You know, day three, you'll have four pennies and so on. Uh, and it'll do that for an entire month. Do you want the penny that doubles every day or do you want $3,000? You know, and most people, <laughs> most people will take the $3,000 because they don't understand mm -hmm. the power of a penny that doubles every single day for a month. And, you know, you're acting like you've heard this story, but so if you take the penny at the end of 30 days, Dom, how much money are you going to have? Was it like 1.6 million? I think yeah. close to I think it, it. How the story is like three. I think it's three point something million, right? You know, um, but that's a. But here's the other thing, though. If if the penny represents the the action that you're taking every day, and again, this is a built a business building metaphor. If you only doubled it every other day, uh, by the end of the end of the month, you only have like you know fifty, sixty thousand dollars. Still a lot of money, but it sure isn't the. The, the 3 million that you could have had. Right. So it kind of just, it, it tells you the power of consistent daily action. Right. And how it, it will, it will pay off and it may pay off in a way that you never even saw coming. Right. Or it may be that thing that kept you out of peril or danger. Um, just thinking of an example, I, I had a, I had a pretty nasty fall um, middle of July. So um, I was up on a ladder yeah. uh, taking care of a, a tree on my property and I fell yeah. from about 15 feet up and I landed on my Dude. side and, you know, I'm blessed that I didn't, I didn't break anything. I didn't have any broken bones. I didn't break a leg. Um, didn't have any internal injuries, but two to three months prior to that, I had really bitten off. I've been working with a coach, a fitness coach, and I'm honestly in probably the best shape that I've ever been in, in my whole life. Right. <laughs> nice. And, and I'm thinking, you know, if I had been the 2018 Nick up on that ladder and had I fallen off, who knows, right? Um, mm -hmm. But I basically bounced, you know, I knocked, the wind got knocked out of me and I was able to get up and, and walk away on my own, you know. Um, I wouldn't wish this on anybody. It took, a, and I'm just now, you know, to the point to where I'm, mostly 100% recovered. But I thought, you know, a lot of people even said that too. He's like, man, probably because they couldn't believe that I didn't get hurt. Like my own family didn't believe, you know, that I just didn't have stuff all busted up and whatnot. And people kept saying, well, you've been working your ass off. You've been, you've been working out and whatnot. That probably, you know, I was like, oh yeah, probably, you know, <laughs> that probably did play, play a factor in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so you just never know when that consistent daily action is going to, is going to pay off. Heck, yeah, man, you can say that again. Glad you're feeling good, my man. Definitely glad you're feeling good. Yeah, I lost one of my lives, too. I think I'm down to like four or five. So if I started with nine, I've only got <laughs> <laughs> All righty, me how it is. All right. <laughs> you know, yeah, so I don't, yeah, I don't recommend that. Don't fall off a ladder from 15 feet up. Dom, um, what's mindset mean to you? Uh, mindset means to me, mindset is what you decide to put your focus on because there's the mind and the set. So you have your mind, it's so huge on the inside, even though, like, hey, some may have smaller heads than others, metaphorically <laughs> speaking, and heck, even in real life. But what you set it on really depends on what's going to come out of it. So mindset is all about where you set your mind to, where you put your focus on. It kind of goes to the 
whole thing about attention management. Where your attention goes, that's where the action follows. And wherever your action follows, let's hope it's some good action. Mm -hmm. right, right. <laughs> or at least some medium action. Yeah. Better than no or bad action. <laughs> mm -hmm. So mindset is... Uh, what you choose to focus on and then what you focus on you, you in inevitably get more of. Is that what you're saying? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that reminds me of law of attraction. I to think about yeah, it. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, what you look for, you will find. So one of the things that I wanted to do when I talk about my why for this podcast is, you know, time is money and time is a resource that once it's spent, you never get back. And, I know that when people are choosing to plug into the Upgraded Life podcast for about an hour, that I want that to be valuable for them. I don't want it to be an hour that uh, they won't be able to do something with, right? Or um, it's, a, it's, it's time that was spent that they don't have anything to show for us, right? So that's why I ask people like you, you know, what is mindset? And the next question is, is um, how does somebody upgrade their mindset based on what you just said like how, how does somebody be intentional about what they focus on if they're looking to get more out of this life sure thing and powerful question because i thought you're going to start off the interview with this one that's interesting so this is good i was waiting for him like hey he has to ask the magical questions yet <laughs> but yes for the tall crowd the tall awesome people the upgraded life folks which can do today to upgrade your mind with the mindset when you set your mind on something where your focus goes and the action eventually follows. I have these five keys for elite performance and it's an acronym called Mitch. So if your name is Mitch and you listen to the show, <laughs> you're a winner. <laughs> right. Mitch is a superstar and it all starts from your mindset in self awareness and your mind goes into multiple ways. So of course there's mental awareness. That's, that's the first key. Wherever your mind goes, that's where usually the, all the rest of it goes. Then there's inf to really upgrade your mindset. Get around things and people that will help you to become better. Like John Maxwell likes to say is that if you want to live on a new level, you have to think on a new level. Thinking on a new level involves getting around people that think differently and think better thoughts and positive thoughts all about advancement. Because that's really what helped me to upgrade my mindset. I joined Toastmaster International. Mm -hmm around positive mindset thinking people that are all about personal growth and getting the butterflies in your stomach to fly in formation <laughs> so getting around the right folks that influence you for the better time awareness now there's this thing called time management that's kind of archaic nowadays i like to call it time awareness because everybody has the same amount of time but where you put your attention on what you do with your time is where it matters like investing an hour in the show is a great source of time awareness and upgrading your life. So being aware of how much time you have and being aware of where you put it. Then there's the C, which is connection awareness, kind of like with the influence awareness is your Wi-Fi signal metaphorically open, ready to receive that the connections that are coming your way, whether it's through people or product. It could be some great products like this podcast is a great product that it's free for you in terms of an investment like a dollar value, but a time investment on your part, like that's a great product and people like the folks that Nick brings on the show, Nick himself with the great content that he delivers, like knowing the difference between a counselor and a life coach. Like that's solid stuff to know because sometimes folks may skew them a little bit depending on the situation and the H, which is habit awareness, being aware of the habits that you have. Do you have habits that build up wealth or build up debt? So making sure that you're building 
your metaphorical life castle with bricks known as the habits that will basically benefit you and those around you. Because at the end of the day, it starts with your mindset. Wherever you set your mind to is going to lead to the other things of influence, awareness, time, awareness, connection, awareness, and habit awareness. I love it. Thank you so much. That was, that's powerful. That's probably one of the, one of the best deliveries I've had so far. So um, I, again, really appreciate that. Yeah. I also appreciate that you dug into some of my content. And if you listen to the difference between counselor and life coach, and uh, I, I appreciate that as well. It's a question that I get all the time, right? Cause you know, for about 15 or well, 16, 17 years, I was a counselor, but you know, three years ago, I declared that I'm a life coach. And so I had a lot of explaining I got to do to both sides. Right. So <laughs> absolutely. Well, Dom, um, surely there's going to be people that have heard this and they're going to appreciate everything that you said, and they're going to find value in what you said. Uh, how can people find you? What's the best place for these folks to connect with you? Sure thing. Reach out to me on dombrightman.com, dombrightman.com. That's where you can find just about everything about me, the bio, the background and everything. And of course, the most important thing, the Going North podcast itself, tips and techniques to advance yourself. Check out the show, new episode every Monday and Thursday during the week. Even got some special third anniversary episodes through September where we have some hump day specials with some awesome humans as well so check out that podcast subscribe to it leave a review and heck even shoot me some feedback i'm always open to feedback because that's the breakfast of kings right there feedback from people that take the time to invest their time into listening to what folks got to serve you yeah absolutely growth definitely comes from feedback so the more feedback growth is going to make you happy (laughs) oh yeah baby my point was a bunny years too (laughs) that's right Dom, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. And I hope we get to uh, cross paths again in the future. Oh, yeah. It'll be like Degeneration next, baby. Sweet chin <laughs> music and pedigrees all day to the haters, baby. I appreciate you, Nick. So there it is, the one and only Dominique Brightman. I encourage you that if you got something out of that conversation if you appreciated what my guest had to say go over to his website check out all the links i put them all in the show notes on my website so head over to there hey as always to get the details on this show and to find out more about this guest head over to my website my website is www.nicksotello.com forward slash t-u-l podcast the upgraded life podcast While you're over at my website, don't forget to check out the three opportunity buttons at the very top. They are scheduling a time with me. I'll give you a free 30-minute strategy session. Checking out CBD products from Nature's Ultra. And then also, if you're looking to create an additional stream of income, I can help you out with that too. This takes 20 minutes of your time. Click on the button that says Income Boost. Give me your name and email, and I'll send you a presentation. Thank you again so much for listening to my show, The Upgraded Life Podcast. I'm dedicated to this show because I've seen too many people live a life that just really wasn't about realizing and reaching their potential. So if you listen to this show and you were somehow, some way inspired to take action, let me know by going over to Apple Podcasts, leave me a five-star review, and that will tell me that you enjoyed the show. This is Dr. Nick Sotelo, and I'm urging you to do something today to realize and reach your potential, and I'll catch you on the next show.